0: deal this sermon number 46 baskets and baskets of advice i put this in with the marriage ones although it applies to all kinds of things two of my favorite pieces of advice are about baskets and they somehow seem to contradict one another first though i'm going to Pass out cards and pencils for you to make notes, and then I'll share some of my thoughts in order to prime the pump for your thoughts. Your job during the coming week is to write up wisdom of your own on this. Email it or toss it in the basket next week, and the following week I'll share as much of that collective wisdom as I can. Put your name on this topic or not, whichever you want, but please, please share. You are our source of wisdom. Or else two weeks from now, we will have the world's first silent sermon. Not a pleasant thought. Well, maybe it is a pleasant thought. Who knows? Okay, so baskets are the thread I'm going to pull on to extract a little wisdom on relationships. And at no extra charge, I'm going to throw in two other weird connections just to keep it interesting. Mark Twain gave us the following piece of wisdom. Runs counter... To all of the common wisdom of today, that we not put all of our eggs in one basket. Everyone knows that, right? Well, not Mr. Twain. Mr. Twain instead advised, put all your eggs in one basket, and then watch that basket. That makes even more sense to me. Now comes the part where I'm going to make a lot of you squirm a bit. I'm going to ask you a hard question. Make a hard statement. Here goes, I see many young people being reluctant to make commitments, especially to life partners. It seems better to young people to take a decade or more to choose a basket to invest their life in. This reluctance to go all in is to waste a big chunk of one of the best parts of your life. Putting your eggs in one basket, watching that basket ferociously, And only that basket was the very thing Jesus asked of his apostles 2,000 years ago. Wasn't it? There were no reluctant to commit followers in his posse. There was one possible follower who was reluctant to commit. Do you remember the young man who asked Jesus, what do I need to do to be saved? You probably remember what Jesus told him. You got to be all in. Well, those got dropped out of the gospel, but I think he said it. If you have two cloaks, give one away, and so on. The guy couldn't do it. He wanted to keep his options open. Very reasonable. Very wrong. I think that very few of us think his choice was wise or his life went on to be happy or meaningful. However many things on his bucket list he checked off. So, are you sold on all the eggs in one basket view yet? Show of hands, please. All in. Okay. Now, listen to what a really smart guy named Bob Goff says. Be careful not to put all of your eggs into a basket that has a hole in it. Keywords, a hole in it. Now, to be fair, Bob is talking about putting the focus of your life on a career or a cause or things that will always prove insufficient to the highest callings of your soul if you choose those over a focus on loving people. That is a very wise thought. It also applies to commitments to a partner. What if she or he is a basket with a hole in it? What if I pick a basket and then an even better basket comes along? Maybe I should just wait and just enjoy life and people in small bites. Neither Bob nor Mark are amused by this thought process. Both are all-in guys. Both of them are, I ain't afraid of nothing kind of guys. Neither of them are fools, however. They know that you've got to throw yourself totally into picking a basket, learning everything about that basket, testing it to see what it's made of, and in the end, investing your life and your sacred fortune into it for better or worse to mix phrases from several cool places. I don't claim to be as smart as Mark and Bob, but I'm gonna close with two images to have in mind as you pick your basket, and after you join your baskets into one big basket. The first one is very vivid. Whoever you pick, you will need to be each other's dialysis machine because neither one of you can keep the basket going alone. You are each a failing kidney that needs regular replenishment from your partner. Skip the dialysis sessions and you are going to get weak and get sick and the basket you two have woven together will fall apart. Each of you must refresh and renew one another over and over again and never, ever, ever take a week off from that effort. So, although he or she is no doubt gorgeous and yummy, the real question is, are they good at dialysis? Are you? Better be. Not real sexy, but good dialysis can't be beat. My second thought is a simple image based on a simple idea. Here goes. You don't marry him because he is Mr. Right. He becomes Mr. Wright because you married him. As often as I send this idea unsolicited to hallmark cards, I get nothing but rejection. Here's my image for the card. Close your eyes and picture a long and winding pattern of stones in a pond with a couple halfway across the pond, holding hands and looking further onward. Every stone you cross together puts you further from the individual you began the marriage as and farther into being the tightly woven basket you are becoming. So, those are a few ideas, a few images to chew on, eggs in a basket, hole in the basket, dialysis machines, and a Hallmark card. Now it's your turn. I need your images. I need your experience. I need your wisdom to give me the material to make a really terrific basket of a sermon in two weeks. I'm counting on you. Silence is good for meditation. It's bad for sermons. Amen.